0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand. The place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, welcome again to our broadcast, Taking Territories. It's time for you to take territories in the spirit. And even in the natural, you know, uh, God is equipping you with uh, the faith that you need to take territories. That's the same kind of faith that people like Joshua had. The same kind of faith that David had. You need that faith to begin to work in your life. And so we're looking at faith for unprecedented exploits. One of the things the Lord told us about this year is that um, this is this is going to be a year of unprecedented exploits, great faith, greater heights, and unprecedented exploits. Yeah. So um, we want to look at unprecedented exploits. You know. You can attain heights, but it's not just about going high. It's also about conquering territories, taking, um, taking territories for God, establishing the kingdom of God in your sphere of influence. That is important. Dislodging the kingdom of darkness and establishing the kingdom of God. That's what we're here for. All right. So uh, let's go into the scriptures. Let's start from the book of Romans, chapter ten. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. He says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is a very popular passage. Um, And, um, you know, one of the things uh, that came to my mind is that many believers have, there are certain assumptions we have about faith. Many, many assumptions really. But uh, I'll just give you maybe three, you know, uh, three assumptions that we have about faith. And... um, we, we, we assume, we assume that, um, I'll give you one, number one assumption is that we just assume, okay, because I like it, I can faith it and get it, you know. Um, it doesn't really work like that, you know, it doesn't really work like that, you know. So you need to understand how faith works. If you're going to do great things for God, you need to understand how faith works. If you want to do exploits for God, you need to understand how faith works. For instance, just faith in something because you want it does not mean that you are in faith. The scripture we just read now, okay, Romans 10 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing. All right? And by hearing the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing. All right? Faith does not come by desire. Okay? Many people, we think that, okay, because I want it, I desire it, then I can faith it and then I get it. No, no, no. That's not how it works. Faith comes by hearing. What have you heard? That is the foundation of your faith. It is God's word that is the premise upon which you exercise faith. All right? Your desire is not the premise upon which you exercise faith. It is God, what God said to you. And it's interesting in the Greek, this word, uh, the, 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 the the Greek word that is used for, for the word of God here is Rema. So Rema is the spoken word. What has God spoken to you? That is the question. If God has spoken, then what he says contains the faith you need to accomplish what he said. And so that's why it's important to listen to God. It's important to spend time in the word of God. Spend time with God so that you can hear. Many people make the mistake of not spending time with God. They're just spending time with everybody else except with God. And then they want to come up with great faith. How is that going to happen? Where is the faith Where will that faith come from? It will not come from the people. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Learn to hear God. You might say, oh, pastor, does God still speak today? Very, very clearly. First of all, he has spoken through the Bible, the word of God. Yes. So he has spoken. The Bible is the word of God in writing. Okay. It's the word of God in writing, but it's not. Faith does not come by the letter of the word. It doesn't use the word logos here. It uses the word rhema, which means spoken word. That means you need to spend time with God until you hear something. If you're going to walk by faith, you need to walk in fellowship with God. So that you can hear God. And when you hear God. You have the faith that you need. Okay. So that's where faith. That's how faith comes. So we assume that because I just desire this thing. um, I have. I can just talk myself into it. Now I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with desiring things. There's a place for that. And there's how that works. But I'm just telling you. Basics, the ABC of faith is that it begins with the Word of God. It begins with the Word of God and it begins with the will of God. Other than that, you are walking in assumption. You are walking in assumption, and if you walk in assumption, you will be disappointed. So many people have walked in assumption thinking it's faith, and then later on they blame God and they accuse God really of failing them, meanwhile. God never gave any instruction. You see? So, if you're going to do great, unprecedented exploits, you need to spend unprecedented times with God, unprecedented time with His Word, so that you can hear Him. And when you hear Him, you now step out in obedience to that Word. Okay? So, um, faith... It's not, just, it's not just, so let's, let's, let's get rid of that assumption that, okay, um, if, I just, if I just decide, I can just believe it. I just convince myself that this is God, and then I go for it, then I will achieve it. Now, without faith, you can achieve things. Make no mistake about that, because God made you in his image after his likeness. So you can, you can still achieve things without faith. Yeah, you can without faith. Why? Because you have, your, uh, you have the ability that God gave to you. So you can achieve things by your ability. You can achieve things by your effort. But if you want to achieve unprecedented things, then you need faith. <laughs> you need faith because then you are t- you're now getting into that place where you are achieving beyond your normal natural ability. And that's what we're talking about. So you need faith for that. You need faith for that. Your efforts will get you this far and walking with God will get you so far. So far higher and it will get you higher and further when you walk with God. But if you're just walking, you can still walk. God has given you a natural ability to achieve things. Humanity has achieved so much. Just without, without, um, without even, you know, believing God, asking God for help. And that's why you see, in, if you look at the earth today, you find that many people have been able to achieve many things. They've been able to achieve many things, but, um, but they have not been able. They have not been able to, uh, to achieve the unprecedented as per what we will see in the word of God. They can achieve things in the natural, but you want to do things that are beyond the the, the natural, go into the supernatural. So you need faith to, to, to walk in the supernatural. Okay? So that's assumption number one. Now, the assumption number two is this. We assume that if I just exercise faith, it doesn't matter how I treat people. Just, just me and God and everybody out of the picture. Just I and God. I just believe God. I just, I just apply my faith. Even if God speaks to me and I've heard God, right? Faith has come. And I now begin to move in, 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 in accordance with that faith. Things will happen and it doesn't matter how I behave or how I relate to people. No, that's, that's a mistake. Don't make that kind of mistake. It matters. Faith works by love. All right? Faith works by love. Also, not only that, faith requires a good conscience. Faith requires a good conscience. So you need to have a good conscience between, before God and man. Let's look at um, 1 Timothy in First Timothy chapter one, and I read verse verse um, verse nineteen. He says, "Having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck." Okay, having faith and a good conscience. So you need a good conscience. In order to walk in faith. In other words. Your your faith has come from hearing the word of God. But you don't realize that. Faith coming is one thing. But you. Making that faith. To become effective is another thing. Faith comes. By the word of God. Faith comes from hearing God. You hear God. The faith has come. But now. Faith coming is one thing. Faith being effective is another thing. Faith being effective is another thing. So, um, having faith and a good conscience, which some, having rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck, of whom are Hermeneus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, That they may learn not to blaspheme. (laughs) Paul handed over to Satan to teach them some lessons. You know, why? Because they were walking by faith and they did not care about the conscience. Having a good conscience between themselves and others. So it's important for us to pay attention and to avoid those assumptions. So that our faith can be productive. Our faith can be um, effective in bringing about, um, about bringing about the results we desire. Okay? Another assumption people have which comes to my mind is that people believe, okay, I'll just, I need to use my faith to prove a point. Now, that's a wrong, that's not a reason for faith. You don't need to use faith to prove a point. If that were the case, Jesus would have done that. But Jesus never did that. Okay? I want to show them that I have faith in God. Yeah. I want to show that I have faith in God. First of all, God won't even speak to you to do that. (laughs) God won't speak to you to do that. It's the enemy that inspires people to use their faith to prove a point. So we want to avoid that. Because if you're going to walk in unprecedented exploits, you need to avoid the pitfalls okay, that have brought many down. And these are some of the things that we're talking about. Let me show you something in Matthew chapter 4. In Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, Jesus was, was in the wilderness. He was fasting and praying. He fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says in verse 3, Now when the tempter had come to him, he said, If you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. You see, what Satan was doing is trying to get Jesus to use his faith to prove a point. He was trying to get Jesus to use his faith to prove that he is the son of God. Jesus, if, if Jesus were like some of us, we would just say, are you, are you trying to tell me you don't know I'm the son of God? I'm going to prove it to you now. Okay, what, which stone, whatever size, which one do you want me to turn to bread? How big do you want the bread to be? Okay, so, um, so some people would use their faith like that And that is not God's, that's not how God has ordained for us to use faith. Our faith is not supposed to be used to prove a point. If anything, you know, it is supposed to be used to honor God. It's supposed to be used to advance God's kingdom. And it's not supposed to be used to honor you. Okay? Yeah. So I know that sounds like bad news to some people, but... Listen, that's the word of God, right? So let's not use the word of God to, to, um, let's not use our faith to prove a point. And look at what Jesus said to the enemy in verse 4. He says, but he answered and said, it is written, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amazing, Jesus saw through this temptation and he would not fall for it. He's not gonna use the, you know, you've been fasting for 40 days. You've, he has accumulated so much power, faith. His faith is on a level that he can, uh, he can do anything. <laughs> so Satan is saying, now that you've got faith, you've got the faith, I want you to prove to me that you are the son of God. And Jesus didn't fall for it. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And he's using the same word, Rema, there. Man shall live by every Rema that proceeds from the mouth of God. Okay? So you want faith for great, on greater heights and unprecedented exploits? You need, you need to avoid these assumptions avoid these assumptions okay avoid them why because faith faith is meant your know, faith is meant to be used in a way that it will be pleasing to god it's supposed to be used in a way to be pleasing to god not to be pleasing to you but to god eventually when you please god you will be fulfilled when you please god you will be blessed when you please God, you're going you know, you're, you're to rise. God's going to raise you up to, to, to heights you never imagined. It's going to enable you to do the unimaginable. It's going to enable you to do that. But I'm telling you, it is important for us to use our faith in a way that we will not fall into those assumptions that many fall into. Yes, so sometimes, sometimes we are tempted to, but we need to resist that temptation to use our faith just to prove a point. I just want to prove to you that I am anointed. Um, okay, you can do that, but <laughs> you're gonna answer to God one day, you know. So uh, Jesus didn't fall for it; neither should you and I. We're not gonna fall for it, okay? So. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I've given you three assumptions. I think I'll give you one more, one more, okay? One more assumption. People think that faith, um, faith grows by hearing. Faith grows by hearing. In other words, the, the more, the more you hear the word of God, in other words, the more you hear the word of God the more faith comes. No, it doesn't work like that. It's not the more you hear the word of God, the more your faith grows. No, your faith does not grow because you hear more word. It comes because you hear the word. But it grows in a different way. There's a different way that your faith will grow. And I'm going to show you from the scriptures. Faith does not come. You can hear and continue to hear the word of God. Continue to hear the word of God. And faith will come. And it keeps coming. It keeps coming. But. For it to grow. Let's look at what Jesus. What Jesus showed us. In uh, Luke chapter. Luke chapter 17. St. Luke's gospel chapter 17. You know. Um, the disciples of Jesus. Chapter 17 of Saint Luke verse 5. It says, And the apostles said to Jesus, Jesus they had just had a conversation about forgiveness and and so on. And 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 uh, they asked for faith. They said, Lord, increase our faith. So look at that. Increase our faith. That's why I said faith. If you want your faith to grow, this is what to do. This Jesus shows us how faith grows. The apostle said to him, Lord, increase our faith. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. And which of you having a servant plowing and tending sheep will say to him when he has come in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat. But will he not rather say to him, prepare something for my supper and gird yourself, serve me till I have eaten and drunk. Afterward, you will eat and drink. Does he thank the servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. Then Jesus says, verse 10, which is key. So likewise, when you have done all those things which you are commanded, saying, say, rather, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. Glory to God. We have done what was our duty to do. We are unprofitable servants. So in other words, this guy said to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. Now, if I were Jesus, I would just say to them, receive more faith. Shekabondaha, blake toast. You know, I would have probably said that. But Jesus didn't say that. Jesus didn't even say, go and listen to the last sermon that I preached. He didn't say that. Although there is place for that. But how faith grows is what we are talking about not how it comes okay it comes by hearing but it does not grow by hearing it does not increase by hearing that's what jesus is showing us here how does faith increase it increases by obedience faith increases by obedience so we've been talking we were talking in the past about your mind no your imagination and and your your words so here now you want to get into unprecedented exploits you you you've imagined you've you've heard the word heard it to the point that it's now created an imagination in you okay it has now created a picture in you now you have that picture and then you start talking according to what you see in that picture come on yes Then the next thing is, what is he asking you to do? What is he asking you to do? What is the instruction in that word that came to you that brought the faith? The faith brought a particular instruction. It brought a particular direction. You know, so you want to to now begin to apply that. You want to begin to apply that. And when you begin to apply that, guess what? Your faith increases. Your faith grows. But if you just sit down and you listen, you know, for the next, you know, for the next one year, you're listening, just listening to God, listening to God, and you don't hear any instruction. There is something with your listening it's something with your listening you need to your, the God when he comes he speaks and when he speaks there are things he wants you to do there are things he wants to do he wants to, he wants to advance his kingdom remember he wants to also use you to to do unprecedented exploits so there are things he would ask you to do there are things he would ask you to do then you obey it's like Moses if it's like Moses with the Israelites. Huh? Moses with the Israelites. <laughs> you see, uh, I'm telling you, when you understand this, it's going to free you from, from getting into those, this, some of these assumptions that have rendered us uh, ineffective and made a mockery of our faith. Really. Because the same enemy that inspires you is the same enemy that will come to condemn you. The Holy Spirit doesn't condemn, but the enemy condemns. The Holy Spirit convicts. He doesn't condemn. All right. So it's like, think about Moses. God appears to him and in the burning bush and tells him, instructs him to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. Now that instruction contained the faith that Moses needed. To carry out the mission and to get the results that God promised. So if Moses had just remained there, you know, burning bush, okay, the, 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 the fire is gone. But he remains there. He just keeps rehearsing what he heard. He keeps rehearsing that, rehearsing that. And he never goes to Pharaoh. He never goes to Pharaoh. Is he going to see signs and wonders that God promised him? I think not. Yeah, so he, he has to go, carry himself, even though he's scared of Pharaoh, he has to go and meet Pharaoh. He has to go to Pharaoh and says, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. Irrespective of how Moses feels, God has spoken. God has spoken. So if you want to do unprecedented exploits, you have to hear God. It begins with hearing God. It begins with hearing God, but it doesn't end with hearing God. Okay? It begins with hearing God, but it ends with you obeying God, doing what God says. Then it's, it's you know it's 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 interesting. God comes, or oh, He sends His word to you. His word brings faith to you. Then the next thing is that God expects you to to now apply the word. Then when you apply the word, then God comes Himself to get it done, to ensure that the, the, um, the results are according to what He has said. That's how faith works. You know, that's how to do great exploits. Uh, so it's, it's, it's like Jesus saying when He gave the Great Commission, uh, when He gave the Great Commission to the disciples, um, before, before He ascended, Alright. Let's look at in fact, let's look at the book of Mark. Uh, let, let's, let's look at Mark's version of the of the of the Great Commission. Mark chapter 16. Alright. So in Mark chapter 16, we hear Jesus said in, in, in verse, verse 15, he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Alright? He who believes he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. All right? And then he says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick. And they will recover. So God has spoken here. This is the word of God. This word brings faith. All right. So you spend time. You spend time feeding on this word. You spend time meditating on this word. Until this word now begins to create an imagination in you. Okay. It starts creating an imagination in you. Yes. So what is happening is that you are now beginning to see. The word of God in your spirit. Then how do, you, how do you talk? You have to talk in line with what the word says and what you see in your imagination. Okay? You, you talk along those lines and you, it doesn't remain there. Now look at what happens. It says, uh, verse 19. So then, after the Lord has spoken to them, He was received up into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. Right? Jesus is out of the picture, you know, physically, out of the picture. And now look at verse 20. Verse 20. Look at that. In verse 20, he says, And they went out, yes, and preached everywhere. Okay? (laughs) Yes. Remember, they've, they've heard the word. Faith has come with the word. Now, they step out according to the word that they were given, all right? They step out in faith. They step out in faith, and then he says, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. You see that? So, that's how faith works. That's how faith works. You want to do unprecedented exploits? Listen to. Listen to him. It's like Mary, you know, in Cana of Galilee, in John chapter 2, when, when they were there at the wedding and they ran out of wine, Mary went to Jesus says, look, they have ran out of wine. And Jesus says, what has that got to do with me, woman? My time is not yet up. In other words, the Father is the one that I depend on. When the Father tells me it's time or the Father says, do this, then I'll do it. Because even at that time when Mary approached Jesus, Jesus didn't have the faith to perform that miracle. If we follow these principles we're talking about. I know the Bible doesn't put it that way. But if we follow the same principle, faith comes by hearing. If Jesus has not heard, then he does not have the faith to turn water to wine. Okay, He has not yet heard. So instead of just jumping up and, you know, oh, wow, there's a need. There's a need now. Uh, everybody is agitated. I need to do something. You know, I need, to, I need to perform something. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. When you do that, you step out of faith. You're not in faith when you do that. You're in assumption when you do that. So Jesus would not be pushed and pressured into doing anything. So he says to Mary, it's not yet time. It's not yet time. And guess what? Mary goes to those people and says, whatever he says to you, do it. And she leaves it. And we don't know. uh, You know, did Mary pray? I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. But Jesus must have heard the Father. The Father must have spoken to Jesus. How do we know? He has said it. He says, I do nothing except that which I see my Father do. All right. So the father must have inspired Jesus or spoken to Jesus and said, tell them to put water into the, um, into the water pots, into the jars. Let them put water there and then go and serve it to the, to the master of ceremony, to the, to, the, to, the, to the chief of the wedding. And Jesus says to them, Go fill the water pots with water. All of them. Fill them up with water to the brim. Where the wine was and was exhausted and finished, replace the wine with water. And then fetch some of that water. Go and give it to the governor of the feast. And they did just that. And what happened? (laughs) The guy tasted it. He says, my goodness. Never tasted such good wine. You leave the best wine for the end of it. Many people would uh, provide their best wine at the beginning, but yours comes at the end. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So you see, that's how you are going to enter into the realm of unprecedented exploits. You need to hear God. That's the starting point. Don't assume. Don't assume. If you assume, you will miss God. And then, and then you will now blame God for failing you. But no, he never failed you. God has never failed anybody in history. We are the ones that have failed God and we have failed ourselves. All right? So God never failed anyone. He has told us already faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If faith comes by hearing and you think your faith is... Is, needs to be increased, then you need to say, "Okay, you need to now check how. what have I done with the instructions that God gave to me. You now step out and begin to do those things. Whatever he says to you, do it. Do it. That's how to increase your faith. That's how to grow your faith. Hallelujah. As per Jesus. That's how to grow your faith. Now, don't misunderstand me. Listening to God, hearing the word again and again and again is great. But I just want you to know that it does not stop at hearing. It's just the start. It starts, faith comes by hearing. So when faith has come and arrived, faith wants you to do something with it. And then you don't do anything, you are asking for more faith to come. And more faith comes. And you don't do anything with it. And you are asking for more faith to come. And more faith comes. And you don't do anything with it. And you are asking for more faith again to come. <laughs> you see how ridiculous it is. All right? Yeah. So you keep asking for more faith. And God keeps sending. Because as long as you have the word of God. There is ample faith. There is more than enough faith for you to do the things that God wants done. So that's that's where that's where we miss it oftentimes. And I want to encourage you not to settle for just the coming of faith. Faith has come. What are you going to do with this word that you're receiving, for instance? What are you going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. You need to. You need to. There's what God. There's something that's being stirred up in your heart. Even as I'm speaking, if you listen to the Holy Spirit, there's what you will hear. And what He says to you, whatever He says to you, do it. That is how to get into unprecedented exploits. That's how to get into unprecedented exploits. If you don't, if you don't. Do what he says. Then that faith that came. Is going, to, is going to dissipate. Then you need more faith to come. And it, it comes again. And you don't use it. Yeah. Then you, you, you're, you're now surprised. It's like you remember the story. You remember when uh, the disciples were in the boat. When disciples were in the boat. And, and um, Jesus was walking on water. Now, Jesus was walking on water and as he's walking on water, what happens? Uh, they see him, they think it's a ghost. They think it's a ghost and uh, they're scared. But John says, no, it's the Lord. <laughs> John says, it's the Lord. And Peter shouts out, Lord, if it is you, ask me to come. It is, if it is you, ask me to come. And Jesus says, come, Peter, come. Now, What would have happened if Jesus said to Peter, come, and then Peter says, Lord, repeat it again. Come, Peter. 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 Can you see how ridiculous it is? Yeah. So that's what happens when we keep hearing and we don't. We don't. Obey Well, we don't obey. That's why James says, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. So you need works, corresponding actions. You need, you know, works of obedience to the instruction that the word brought. You need to now begin to do it. Jesus gave the instruction to, to the disciples in, in Mark thing where we read. And, you know, he gave the great commission. Hold oh on, go preach. And then these are the signs that will follow those that believe. And those that don't believe, this is what they will experience. And for you who is going, you will lay hands on the sick. They will recover. You will cast out demons. If you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. That is, all those things are linked with obedience. They're not linked with hearing. So the mistake we make a lot of times is that we link the great exploits with hearing only. We don't link it with obedience. That's going. Going. Yeah. So these people went out and they were preaching and it was in the preaching, in their going to preach, that the Lord began to accompany them with signs wonders. Miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm telling you, it is important for us. We're going to experience unprecedented exploits. Unprecedented exploits requires some steps of obedience. Some steps of obedience. Some, some, you know, I remember, I mean, there are so many instances I can give to you steps of obedience you know you can hear a testimony all right Um, i'll share this this testimony this happened years ago i was in in london england and uh, i was invited to preach in in leicester in the city of leicester and you know i was a student i didn't have money you know god um uh, i didn't have money and i had to go to, to 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 leicester to go and preach i didn't have transport money You know, and I was in courtship with my wife then. And uh, I prayed about it, prayed, prayed, prayed. You know, Lord, how, what? The Lord says, go, I've made provision for you. Go, I've made provision for you. Okay, so what happened? I, I, I decide, okay, I'm going to the train station. And she says, oh, let me come with you. And guess what? She was instructed by the Lord you know, she was given a particular instruction by the Lord and she obeyed. So we went together to the station and we're there and I'm just there, you know, like praying under my breath in the spirit. Lord, OK, I'm here. Uh, how are we going to do this? Because I, I need to buy the ticket. Right. I need to buy the ticket and then um, and then go on the train. And she's there sitting down and we're talking, talking, talking. As I'm talking, I'm listening in my spirit. If God is going to instruct me, if God is going to say something, we're talking and talking. And I'm listening in my spirit. God is not saying anything. So if God doesn't say anything, you fall back to the last instruction he gave you. Okay. You don't walk in exploits. I'm telling you, these are, these, these are the things you do. All right. So you fall back to the last instruction he gave you. He's not going to give you another instruction if you've not obeyed the the last instruction. That's how faith works. So I'm there and then okay, it's almost time they've called you know, and then I go I join the queue and she's talking with me. She joins me she's standing beside me talking we're talking and then the Lord now says to her, remove so-so amount and then give him the remaining money. So Over there, there are other people on the queue. It's almost my turn, and the Lord instructs her. So she gives me the money in obedience to what God told her. And then I now took out of that money to pay for the ticket. And after that, she says to me, Why did you you use that money to pay for the ticket? Didn't you have money? I said, No, I didn't. And she's like, So how were you going to travel? I said, no, God spoke, you know, God spoke. So I just obeyed. You see, so, and that's how my ticket was provided, you know, and <laughs> I, I, I and I ended up going to Leicester. you know, ministered there. God did phenomenal things in that place. But you see how it worked. God had instructed her to take uh, some money with her and then inst- the second time he instructed her to take out of that money and then to give me what to give me. And what she gave me was more than enough to cover my transport cost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amazing. So you see, faith, if you're going to walk in great and unprecedented exploits and you don't learn to obey God, you're just dreaming. You're living in a dreamland. And dreams are good, but it's just for you to translate a dream to reality, you have to obey. You can't just just live in a world of dreams, okay? Yeah, so that is how it works. Amen. I hope it's clear to you. Uh, We're going to continue next week, and uh, I want you to trust God for great things this year. Ask the Lord, Lord, speak to me. What will you have me do? Ask the Lord to speak to you. God wants to instruct you. Is your ear open? Is your ear inclined to the voice of God? Or is there what God has told you before? I just pray that the Lord will bring back that word that he has given to you before. Father, I just pray for your people. I ask, O God, that you will resurrect the faith that is dead. you said, faith without works is dead. Let it be a resurrection of faith right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, I rebuke every fear, every intimidation, every timidity. Whatever the enemy doubt, oh Lord God, double-mindedness, I rebuke them. And I ask, oh Father, for clarity that your people will hear you clearly and will obey your word. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, if you're watching this for the first time, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you. All right? Why don't you just repeat this after me? Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And I confess that he's my Savior as well. Lord, coming to my heart wash away my sins make me a new person thank you father in Jesus name now let me pray for you father I pray pray for my brother my sister watching this and I ask oh God that you will visit them let them experience the new creation the new birth let your kingdom come upon them thank you father make them a new creation let them experience What you have paid for. Cause them to love what you love and to hate what you hate. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you real good. Recommend this channel to someone. Share with your friends and your loved ones. And we'll always love to hear from you. Drop us an email. Contact us and tell us what God is doing in your life through this broadcast. God bless you. Thank you so much.